Hey, you. Thanks for tapping in some Untapped Keg, podcasts where we explore different perspectives into sobriety and mental health so that you can take something, implement it into your own life. I'm RJ Zimmerman, alcohol-free life coach, lived experience educator, and a consultant for non-alcoholic drinks. That is uh, what I'm doing now. So that's pretty cool. A little bit different. And thanks for tuning into this episode, which is going to be a little bit about my own personal lessons that I have been learning really this entire year. That has to do with cycles. And this is important, especially when you start your alcohol-free sobriety, um, you know, however you want to describe it, journey that you're just not going to drink. The cycles continue. Whether you want to acknowledge them or not, they are the reason that we end up going back, right? And nine and a half years without drinking and I, it still comes up. It still happens. I have moments where I don't know how to do something without an alcoholic drink in my hand. I don't know how to um, date. I don't know how to uh, go out and meet new people. That kind of a thing. It still takes me being very aware of what's going on and trying to take the next step without drinking. What's something that I can do? Being creative, right? And when you first stop drinking, this is where we are our most reliant generally on alcohol is when we go to a social situation. So there's one cycle and that's physical, right? That's where, and it can be somewhat emotional and mental with anxiety that you're having, just not knowing how to do it. Like those rituals, those traditions that we had when we were drinking, whether it be out grilling, right? Grilling steaks. Now you're not drinking and you're grilling a steak and you used to do that with a beer in your hand. What can you do? Can you have an NA beer? There's really great tasting microbrewed NA beer out there now. And for me, it's been mind blowing because I can have something that tastes great. That's not soda. That's not water or tea. And having that with a meal or while I'm doing something, it really feels great. Unexpectedly great. Um, I didn't think that I would miss that as much. Now, besides those physical cycles that I was talking about, and that happens with anger too, but emotionally, those cycles where you're in a situation that you used to react in a way that it would either cause you to want to escape, to run away. So you're going to grab a drink and you're going to get, you're going to get drunk. So you don't have to feel it anymore. Right. What do you do when that happens? Well, there's a few things that you can do. You can try to find a new hobby. You can try to find something that helps to center you. And all that really means is when you do it, you get into a mode where you're doing this thing and it allows you to just process the thoughts in your mind. Is there something like, have you gone for a walk out in nature, right? Or it doesn't even have to be in nature. Just go for a walk, do something physical. And I know that that is 
not easy, but even just five or 10 minutes of it is enough down to the end of the block and back. Just to be able to get your mind on something else. Um, for me, this has been really great when I found uh, Tai Chi, yoga and Kung Fu. Because the workout, it really brings me back into my body and it's helped to, for my mind to be on the same page as my body. So now when I feel certain emotions or I feel myself slipping back into a cycle, I go into, um, when I go into this physical realm, like my body understands, my mind feels what my body's feeling and then it makes it easier. Um, that is something that is new. That's not something that I've had for very long. Another thing that um, I would do is I would get into this mode where I would just be on autopilot. What do I have to do to get to sleep? Go to work, feed my kids, and that's it. Um, and then that would be how I get to sleep. And I'll talk more about that in a minute, but for now, let's listen to this message real quick. So the autopilot, that's what I call it. I mean, you know, it's like, it's numbing, it's dissociating. Where wake up, go through the list, what do I have to do? And then you get to bed and really that's all you do. You don't look into your thoughts. You don't look into why am I in a place where um, I can't enjoy anything. I can't enjoy time with my kids. I can't enjoy um, video games I used to play, TV shows, sports, nothing. And with that, you just feel this nagging sense that something is amiss, but you don't know what it is. That's really what started, um, you know, my journey with uh, mental health because I quit drinking and I didn't look into any of these cycles. I didn't do anything. I didn't even change my hobbies. Um, I got, I picked up cooking when my oldest was born. That was it. Um, I did everything else the same. I didn't get in touch with my emotions, which sounds, what does that even mean? And I'll, that really means to me is having an internal dialogue that you understand. Why am I feeling like something isn't right? Why do I feel this sense of foreboding? I'm quick to snap. Is that anger? Is it frustration? Is it annoyance? What is my inner, inner dialogue? And then with your inner dialogue, here's another cycle. How hard am I being on myself? And why am I being that hard on myself? We are quick to be our own toughest critic. You shouldn't feel that way. You shouldn't have yelled at them like that. You should have done that better. You need to get this done. How could you not get this done? Why are you so lazy? Why can't you do anything right? That is the nice critic inside my head. Why can't we be our own best friends and talk to ourselves. Of course you didn't do that, right? You've only done it twice. You haven't seen it for six months plus. Of course you struggled with that. A lot of people would. 
Of course you snap. There's so much going on in your life, but you can still apologize to that person. It's okay to talk nicely to ourselves. That doesn't make us weaker. It doesn't make us um, more sensitive. Actually, it makes you stronger because you can withstand more without reacting. And getting into that cycle of just reacting to what's happening to you, you it's so difficult to get out of. And that's where your inner critic, or inner critic, inner dialogue comes into play. Where you take what's happening and you give yourself grace and compassion. You're human that it's happening because the cycles are going to happen. And with that compassion, what can I do to stop this, to end this? What is something different? One for me was admitting that I was scared because I got to the point where I didn't even admit to myself once when I was scared. Everything was okay. Bring it. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, but lying to myself like that, it just keeps you going down deeper, deeper into that cycle. And then when you start to get into these, honestly, good cycles, because not all cycles are bad. Cycles generally come from being human. So, when you're in this good phase, it's easier to stay in there when you are doing that for yourself, when you're keeping the small promises, going to bed on time, turning your phone off when you say you're going to turn it off, giving a person that you care about all of your attention instead of scrolling social media while you're listening, because you're not really, you're going to miss something. Keeping these little promises so that they add up to be these big things. And really, when you stop drinking, that little promise, "Ah, I'm going to get through this meal without drinking. I'm going to go hang out with my friends without drinking, even if it's only 30 minutes. I'm going to go to this social function. And when I start to feel a craving, I'm just going to leave. That is a little promise. And if you know that this cycle is really difficult for you to break, ask for support from friends. Honestly, you don't even have to change it up much. You can keep it somewhat similar. But just get a non-alcoholic drink in your hand. Just get a... Honestly, like change just tiny bits and see what happens. See how it changes things. There's this experimentation that comes with trying to break cycles, trying to break these. And that's really what is important. So when you find yourself struggling and in these new these old patterns of behavior, these cycles, these things that cause you embarrassment, maybe some shame, guilt. 
having that sense of exploration to try something new, having that curiosity, why is it that I do things this way? Why is it that I think that this is the only way that I can do it? What is so different way? And it just trying it out, see what happens. Maybe you'll find your new favorite food. Maybe you'll maybe you'll find your hobby, your passion. You'll find that thing that makes you feel so good after you're done that you could take on the world. Just something to get you through the next few hours. Because not everything has to get you through days. Not everything has to be life-changing. In fact, most things that are life-changing don't feel that way in the moment. It's really about continuing to change the path of those old cycles. Change that behavior. Because Jesus fucking Christ is it hard to be human. It's just, there's so much going on right now. Nobody knows your experience but you. Nobody knows your stress but you. Nobody knows your shame, how you talk to yourself, your pain. Nobody knows it. And it's okay to have all of that. There's nothing wrong with the stress you're under. Just because somebody else in your perception has more stress, so you shouldn't be stressed like you are. If you told them you're stressed, they would be stressed about it too. So when we compare that, it is so unfair to ourselves. Because we don't know how we would act in situations without being in them. Nobody knows. And we're doing ourselves a disservice by thinking that we do know. So being honest with yourself about these cycles when they're starting, the reason they're starting, what's something that I can do to change where this is going? What's something that I would like to do? Because we don't look at that enough. What would I like to do? What's something that I've been wanting to do, but I've been giving myself an excuse not to do it? And why does it have to be because I'm going to go drinking instead? Why does it have to be I don't have money because I need to go buy my alcohol? Why does it have to be something like that? Stop getting in your own way to do what you want to do. Stop getting in the way of your own passion. And you never know what it'll lead to. You'll enjoy the sunrise. Enjoy the how colorful flowers are as you're walking. Find your new favorite food. Find your new favorite restaurant. Maybe you'll find a new favorite drink. It's a possibility. You never know because you haven't tried it. And you're not allowing yourself. You're stopping yourself from trying new things. And that doesn't mean you have to be uncomfortable all the time because you don't. But it does mean that you do need to get comfortable in trying new things with that little bit in your stomach. 
and make that story about excitement. I wonder what this is going to taste like instead of anxiety and dread. Oh, I really don't think I'm going to like this. Because that's, that's where our power lies. And when you stop drinking and you're continuing on this course and you start to name your emotions, you start to have an internal dialogue that is not always positive because sometimes we do need that critic. But when it starts to become, of course, you're human. But let's do better because Jesus Christ, we've done this way too many times. It fucking matters that we're stuck here. It's okay that we're here again. There's nothing wrong with that, but we can do better. So let's just try, just give it a shot. Why can't we talk to ourselves like that? Think of all the positive change that could happen if you talk to yourself like that instead of calling yourself a piece of shit. Because let me tell you, that's all I called myself for years. And I still look at myself sometimes like I am. Because you don't, it's not a snap of the fingers. It's not a flip of a switch. It's not just done. It's not. And that's the thing. These cycles may still continue. You might notice a trigger and you might be, when you notice the trigger, you can lessen that, but there might be a different one that start that same cycle. And it's not that you don't get into that again. It's that you notice it faster and you have ways to help you upset that cycle, change it, turn it, just get out of it. That's what it is. It's not that you're done with it forever because you may not be some things you may be some things you may not be. And that's okay. That is okay. We don't have to lie to ourselves and think that we have to be perfect because it's not about that. It's about progress. So I'm RJ Zimmerman. This is untapped keg. I'll call free life coach. Go to untappedkeg.com If you'd like to work with me, or to see what I'm doing, find Untap Keg on all social media platforms and hit that subscribe button for this podcast. It's going to be a lot of this. Mostly it's talking to um, people. And from this point going forward, right? Part of that old cycle. Let's try to be better tomorrow than we were today. So if we don't make it, we tried. I love you. Have a great week.